Welcome to another episode of Murphy, Sam, and Jody after the show. Um, today's a big day as far as books uh, in the publishing world. Two big books out today, and it, it drives me crazy when I go for months and I can't find anything I want to read. And now I'm reading The Shining, which is so good. I'm getting towards the end finally. Mm-hmm. After The Shining, I want to read Dr. Sleep which is the sequel that Stephen King wrote to The Shining. Hello. Yeah. And then in the world of nonfiction, maybe sensationalized a little bit, we've got the Elton John memoir called Me, Me which is out today. Right. And we also have the Ronan Farrow book, Catch and Kill, which also is also out today. Yes. That's the one I want to read. It's his account of trying to report investigating and trying to report, especially on the Harvey Weinstein right. stuff and um, accusations and all of the roadblocks that he encountered in dealing with people in power. So it's not really just a media sort of smear book. It's it's a journalistic book, an investigative type. And remember, he won his Pulitzer Prize, Ronan Farrow did, for his investigative work. Mm-hmm. I want to say on Harvey Weinstein. It's well, what, bold. What's funny about it is in, in leading up to this book, one of the stories I read was he presented it all to NBC. Yeah. And they were like, nah, it no. doesn't meet our standards, no. And uh-huh. so Ant, the late Anthony stop. Bourdain yeah. put in a word at New Yorker. So they, they picked it up, and that's where it went, and that's where he won the Pulitzer. Yeah, that's one reason I'm so interested in it, because really— this sort of book, it's 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 about the abuse of people in power and what people in power can do, mm-hmm. including the Matt Lauer story that's in there, too. So I guess I don't really understand. Did the Matt Lauer story come to the front because of the investigative reporting that Ronan Farrow was doing or in the pressure? And so NBC just had to come out and say, OK, all right, this is what's going on. We're taking care of business. I'm not sure why, because I haven't read the book yet. But I do believe it's because Ronan Farrow wanted to investigate all kinds of allegations mm-hmm. that were being made by people. Yeah. And so he started investigating that. And apparently Matt and, Lauer was aware that Ronan was investigating. And it. when the Me Too movement hit exactly everybody comes forward finally and, and they go to him there's more stories so that, that and a lot of people up. were apparently going to ronan going mm-hmm. okay if nobody's going to listen to me here or this this person's too closely connected to harvey let me go knock on ronan's door mm-hmm. <clears throat> and he's willing to listen um you know last week we got a phone call after the matt lauer stuff had come out all the the specific details of mm-hmm. what happened more specific than most of us would want to know <laughs> more specific right from the sochi olympics where it's he said she said literally because right. he matt lauer the very next day said this is not what happened this was consensual this happened this did not happen and then this uh former nbc well i want to say it was she an intern um who was working with meredith Vieira. right and she you know she says he's victim shaming and all this when all that came out we got a phone call from a lady who said, and she was great. She was like, Jody, do you think that something like that could happen to you? And then you continue to see this person, continue to keep your job, because that's apparently what happened. Mm-hmm. Um, according this, to, to after Sochi, it continued back in New York City. Right. She's like, that makes her question and believe this lady. And my thought, and I couldn't get into long details with her about it, but I kept thinking about her call the whole day after. And I do think that it's maybe it's hard for some people to understand, but I do think that when you are not in a position of power and when you're younger, there are things that can happen to you that you don't put together in your mind and conscience that Mm -hmm. it's wrong until much later. Does that make sense? Yeah. We've all had situations when we were a kid where you you go along with the person, the adult, whatever. You think this is all normal because you're the kid. Everything's new to you. I'm not saying she was a child, but 
he was in a position of power with her. She was attracted to him. You know, so she was at war with herself, maybe a little confused. Yeah, well, that's I think the difference maker because right. obviously the behavior itself, I mean, regardless of the age, you know, you would think that she would pick up on that being in the workforce. But if she's attracted to him, all of that becomes obscured because mm-hmm. she's attracted. And how attractive. often do you see people stay with abusers or stay with people who are abusive to them because they're confused? People sometimes confuse love and power and all of that kind of stuff. But of course, something can happen to you that you don't realize until you're more mature and more worldly and have grown up and grown out of things to realize that um, this is wrong and this is how it actually went down. Yeah. I think, of course, it's possible. Do I know the exact, you know, truth of this situation? No. I don't think we'll ever know. If they're going to he said, she said forever, we'll never know. Right. I mean, yeah, yeah, because you can see it going either way. Yeah. I heard that once. I read it once or something that um, sexual harassment is about power as much as anything else. Who's in power? Yeah. Because it's not harassment if you're not in power, Right. If you're the yeah. aggressor and you're not in a powerful situation, it's well. It's, you can you can be a harasser if you're not in power. You know, I mean, I, I'm, I'm sure it's sure. happened the other way before. But one reason it's allowed to continue is because of your position. One the Harvey Weinstein the, thing is the perfect example of yeah. that. He yeah. was in a position to make or break a lot of women's careers. Yeah, I, I think today though, they can get away with it for a little. They may be able to get away with it for a little bit. But it won't. But not forever. Not it's not climate. like it used to be, right? Exactly, because you know everybody is as they should be more comfortable talking about that. I mean, there's no place for somebody to be victimized at work, regardless of whether the position, you know, is a power position or a coworker. No, but, but I mean, it just it, happens in a powerful situation more often than not when someone's in a position of power. Correct. That's what I'm saying, and, and and I guess what I'm saying is it's not likely to happen. Is uh, it, it's not likely to continue forever now because people feel more comfortable coming right. forward. Yeah, they have places to go. They have yeah. places that they can go now. You're right. You're right. That's one of the things in the world that should be getting better. It should be getting better for women in the workplace, especially. Do you think though uh, that okay? We had this big explosion with the Me Too movement mm-hmm. and all that stuff, and then it just seemed to like die down for a while now it's, ba- it, it's back up i guess it brought to the forefront with this book that's coming out yeah i mean do you think that it kind of was like okay now we'll go back to normal or no i hope not mm-hmm. i mean no i can't imagine that it's just think about it. you can't sustain a movement like that forever or mm-hmm. it, just like anything it becomes um you know irrelevant it's still very active i think that the, it's actually been a game changer mm-hmm. i think it's completely it has, changed it has the environment. To have. that's the reason you're seeing things come forward i don't think it's died down at all in terms of maybe what's died down is the behavior yeah maybe yeah. some of the behaviors yeah, right. is like some some people who maybe would have behaved in you know sketchy ways in the past at work or wherever realize oh wait you know these people are talking about this and it's being brought to the surface that it's wrong maybe it's causing some people to think twice about the things that they say and the things that they do in a professional setting and situation yeah um, and i don't I, and- but I, and I was going to say, and I hope that generationally maybe some of that has changed too. I remember my grandmother telling me the story, mm-hmm. and she didn't tell the story until much later in life. So she was working at a law firm, and this would have been in the 1940s. Mm-hmm. And, um, and and she referred to it, um, one of the attorneys was getting fresh with her. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of, you know, it was, it was repeated. So cute but, with that. But, 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 she yeah. Ex- yeah, but she explained, you know, to him that, that she, she just wasn't interested, but he was 
more persistent than he should have been. And yeah. in that kind of climate and that kind of time, I mean, look at even old movies from that time. It's not right at all, mm -hmm. but that was kind of the accepted practice. And now yeah. that generationally all that has changed and it's totally not acceptable, mm -hmm. you know, as it should have been not acceptable back then, but at least now, again, it can be talked about. So mm -hmm. it's all about the environment that you're in. If the environment's accepting of it, it's going to continue. If the environment is not, it won't. Truth. Um, and we've, most women working today have dealt with it in some way and both of you have daughters sam you have maddie mm -hmm. murphy you have our girls taylor and yep. phoebe i want you to imagine them going into a workplace because they actually taylor does work now and it being back in the stone ages don't think they wouldn't have dealt with something don't think it's possible that taylor couldn't still deal with something inappropriate of course she could sure. and i think about it too with maddie not just uh, you know whenever she does get in the workplace but i, I just at school mm -hmm. it's true I, I mean it could something could be happening and yeah. I, and the person that maddie is right now at least at, you know at 14 years old she's probably not going to say anything Mm -hmm. because she is more introverted and mm -hmm. not going to rock the boat or say mm -hmm. anything at this it also age. can be confusing for a young girl understand this understand this a young girl new in the in a workplace or an internship or something like that i've been in an internship too when i was in college um if there's inappropriate stuff going on you're new to the whole situation you don't know that this is not normal mm -hmm. you want to be accepted and maybe if there's some attention towards you even sexual if there's some attention on you it also feels a little good i mean we're all just human so you yeah. talk about really blurring lines, you know what I mean? If somebody's young and new, that's why a lot of, they say that Meredith Vieira has not spoken to Matt Lauer yeah. since he was fired or since she heard the story from her intern that this happened because she just doesn't want anything to do with it. And it sounds like she may believe this mm -hmm. girl. Yeah. So who really knows? I don't think we'll ever know the truth behind that situation. You know, you'll have to decide which person you believe. But I do think it's an interesting thing that Ronan Farrow has been able to get this far with investigations. And then what he's publishing, what he's doing, that is huge. Mm -hmm. yeah. There are people in Hollywood who never thought that Harvey Weinstein would be in trouble as the way he is now right well and a person like harvey weinstein with the power he has and money at at time at, at a time probably could have had this book mm -hmm. you know shut up thrown away and yeah. nobody would pay any attention to yeah. it yeah yeah i'm still amazed that he was able to get away with what he was able to get away with for so long anybody who I mean, worked with him the, too just because you, you go back decades and it's like oh yeah yeah we knew yeah yeah it was like Wow, they were really? Making For 25 joke? years, everybody knew? I remember award shows where they were making jokes about him. Like, yeah. oh, he can't come it, to the stage right now. He's hanging with an intern or hanging with the ladies or something. It was kind of the same situation with Bill Cosby, Bill Cosby. too. It's uh, true. I mean, when, when the comedian started throwing it out there, others were like, yeah, it, it's, it's a known fact. Mm -hmm. We're joking about it, and now everybody wants to pay attention to it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Weird how that was. it was known among the acting community and the comedy community and all that but not known by the general public mm -hmm. interesting it's that's why a lot of those were so tough to believe for a long time because that's not the public face that you mm -mm. saw no and it's something to talk to and think about and talk to your daughters about as they grow up you know what kind of attention is okay because they're also going to get attention that's positive you know what if the guy that they like down the hall has a locker next to them and asks them out on a date well that's not sexual harassment yeah, you, know, you yeah. really need to help define it for them because when you're a young girl and you're new in the world and someone's in a position of power and, and you want this job or you want this it, the attention might feel good at first, but what crosses the line? It's something that needs to be talked about. Yeah. I'm super curious to and, read this book, even though I really want to finish the Stephen King stuff. <laughs> <laughs>
that's why we've always done uh, we've worked hard to encourage our girls to make sure they realize anything can be talked about there's nothing that can't be talked about you know yeah they talk and, to me about a lot right. like I mean, they talked about to us about a lot but as far as the girl stuff they come to me a lot yeah and subjects Good. that they should not be shamed about i mean i think a lot of that too culturally the way that you know even as the way we were raised as kids there were certain things that were taboo you yeah. don't talk about that so the moment you don't talk is where the problem is silence is the thing that becomes the real yes problem Ooh, there's a saying you know? and i know you love sayings secrets keep people sick how you like oh, that I love one? That. That's it's actually true. Very good it's yeah. true. Heard that yeah. yeah, heard that but, from a family member, and she was right. Yeah. Anyway, catch and kill. Who's going to get the book? We can all share it and pass it around. <laughs> I'm going to lean towards Elton John. Yay, Sam! Missed any part of the show? Get it all at murphysamandjody.com.